Take two. Mm -hmm. <coughs> well, either way, I'll just um, put you at the tag, and in case. What was it? Marcel dot river. Dot river, yeah. Dot rivers. Oh, rivers. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> no, 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 no. Marcel dot. Marcel. Hmm. Interesting. Doesn't show it no more. Marcel river. Marcel hmm. I don't know why it doesn't show all right either way I can just Marcelo <coughs> I think I will need to change the description because you are Paraguayan mm-hmm it sounds like you would be Spanish, but you are a Spanish teacher. Yeah, right? that's yeah. it. Yeah. <clears throat> a little bit tricky. <clears throat> All right. So there we you are. teach Spanish there. Hmm? I think uh, you can tag me now. Okay, let's try. I'll put that. <clears throat> so at Marcel Rivers. Uh, yeah, without the L. All right. Okay. <clears throat> nope. Still nothing. Because oh. if you would be tagged, you will get a notification, I think. Yeah. But you know, you can we can see what's the matter afterwards. Anyway. Mm -hmm. So first things first. I usually ask foreigners always. The same question mm -hmm. initially, what brings you to Latvia and what are your impressions so far? Okay, I can start with the first one because I, I love Europe and I'm trying to visit a lot of countries in Europe. Yeah. So I already, already visit Germany, Italy, Spain, so now say, what's next? So I decided to go to the Baltic countries like uh, Lithuania and uh, Latvia. Mm -hmm. And uh, Estonia will be the next trip. I didn't, I couldn't, uh, I could visit this time, so I'm going to do it later. Wow. Probably next year. So, because those are countries, because I'm from Paraguay, and in my countries, like, we know, we know nothing about those countries. Mm -hmm. And I was curious to see what is in here, how is the people, what do they eat, how are, how are they? How are they with uh, with strangers? I mean, with foreigners. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, that's it. I'm here for that. So, and your impressions? Yeah, I really like uh, Latvia. It was uh, when I arrived. It was like uh, people were very friendly. So some some of them didn't speak English, but anyway, they could 
they couldn't communicate with me anyways. Mm-hmm. So they were very friendly. Mm-hmm. Even uh, it was a man who made a joke on the street with a cat. It was like a, from a movie, uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. He made, oh, don't touch that cat because that cat is an alien. I say, what kind of alien is a... And he said the name of the alien from Capital Marvel. I say, oh, yes, I saw mm-hmm. that movie. He says, oh, that's a... That's a, yeah. Yeah. That's a tricky one because mm-hmm. not many people would <clears throat> recognize it, that joke, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was impressed. So people are nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a second question, mm-hmm. sort of. You are from South America. Yeah. Right? So... What's the situation with the past two years regarding COVID, regarding all the inflation maybe now, mm-hmm. all these global phenomena? Mm-hmm. Okay, we start with the COVID. We, our health system is not very good because we live in, our country is not very, so it's not the first world. Like, so we have some problems. So we had a lot of restrictions. Mm-hmm. We have like a uh, military restrictions uh, at the the fr- first three months, mm-hmm. so it's uh, very hard for us staying home because we're we're like uh, forced to be inside, mm-hmm. and also the the hospitals were like uh, very crowded, so it was a tough situation during the COVID. Okay. So it sounds similar to Europe then. Yeah, but I hear here. How was here in the Latvia? You had like a. You essentially described it. Mm-hmm. But there's there's a debate going on about, for instance, the statistics. Mm-hmm. Because at first everybody was uh, that had the diagnosis sort of, even though you maybe went to the hospital with a broken leg, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's uh, a little bit tricky to debate whether or not there were real cases. Yeah. But they got uh, jumped, jammed into the, the statistics. Mm-hmm. And so we had, initially we didn't have a lot of cases, but we also didn't have a lot of testing. Okay. So that was just logical. Mm-hmm. But once we had established a lot of testing, there were sort of, uh, proportionally speaking, a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. And then the debate was whether or not those are real cases, mm-hmm. but uh, the government, the state... They were just ruthless bastards, and they didn't care. And, yeah, well, I think a lot of people in Latvia woke up that the government is essentially just some organized crime syndicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my country was, yeah, was very hard, and also for the, for the vaccines after that. So we wait a lot. Mm-hmm. And now we, we're, like, normal, no, mm-hmm. no more restrictions. Uh, to maybe October, November, right? Mm, yeah. Cause now, cause now they're literally saying that they expect mm-hmm, a yeah. new, a new variant, oh. a ninja, <laughs> ninja variant. That's I hope no. That's a circus. Yeah, I hope no. And I don't know how you feel about it, but I feel it's just, it's just a really, really awkward or valiant circus. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm joining right now because uh, we're free yeah. to move and that's why I'm exploring Europe because it's my, my passion, exploring, traveling Europe. So that's why I'm doing it right now mm-hmm. because we're kind of free. And for the moment, I, I don't want another variant yeah. in the future. So, but uh, how did you experience all these things in uh, France? 
Because you were sort of... Oh, at, at, that time I was, at that time I was living in Paraguay. I mean, for the past, how long have you been in France? I was living there in 2017 to 18, mm-hmm. and then uh, I moved back to Paraguay. Yep. And then was the COVID uh, pandemic, and then I moved to Miami. Oh, so you now, yeah. fr- so you came to Europe from Miami? Yeah, I oh. went to yeah. Oh, Miami is probably a great place. Yeah, because it's in Florida, so COVID doesn't really. Apply uh, at no, least no, those restrictions. Not too much. Yeah. How did you How did you move to Miami? Because, because I would actually like to move to Miami or at least Florida. My sister lives there, so I move with her. Oh, but uh, is it so? You don't need to apply for any type of uh, documentation, or you just yeah, I have a certain certain time of uh, of uh, weeks or month. Yeah. At the year, so I applied for uh, extension, sorry. Mm-hmm. So I stayed during, because it was the pandemic. And oh, you cannot stay permanently? No, no, I can't. It was oh. uh, temporary. Oh. I, would, I would be curious how to how to apply and how to actually yeah, move there, essentially. Yeah, I was there because, and, and then was the pandemic, so I couldn't go back to my country. Mm-hmm. So I applied for an extension, so... So it must have been at the time when, when still Trump was yeah well, oh was already Biden oh Biden right. okay. and it was like a lot of people in the U.S. trying to go back home but they couldn't because uh, well the airport were closed and so mm-hmm. so that's why so after I this trip a more. Yeah. after after this trip where will you be going uh, I'm going back to France after yeah after here. I'm going on Tuesday. I mean tomorrow, and then going back to France. And so, what's what will you be doing in France? Teaching Spanish or? Yeah, yeah. Now um, I'm on vacation because there's a summer vacation for in the old schools. Yeah. So I'm uh, still vacation. <laughs> yeah. And so you just teach Spanish in France. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But France is next to Spain. How come a Paraguayan needs to teach Spanish? Uh, I don't know. I had, uh, I already worked as a teacher. Yeah. So I have uh, experience. Mm-hmm. So they hired me. All right. Yeah. And how's, what did you expect from life in France now that Macron is also reelected? Oh, oh I think it's fine. I mean, uh, we'll, I think uh, people are happy. Some of them are happy, but they weren't very happy because uh, there were restrictions, mm-hmm. and you know you cannot say a French what to do. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's, that's so strange that even in France they tried to pull this thing. Yeah. And um, do you have any 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 ideas about the globalism? Have you heard of those people who reject globalism simply because of these restrictions? Oh no no! Can you tell me about it? Well, the reason why many people believe the reason why the restrictions were so similar in so much so many countries okay. is because of globalist elites okay. who control the capital, who control the media, who mm. control basically all the things that a regular human being needs to mm. survive or to live. Mm. So when you control all these, when you control the politicians, the media, the banks, you can actually try to make propaganda seem mm. like real life and so that's what that's what a lot of people have used to become well they sort of think that that has been uh, 
well established during these two years that globalists actually run the world mm. and we are just some puppets. Oh. All the politicians, are, for instance, Macron, mm. just, he's just a puppet. Mm. Trudeau in Canada mm. is just a puppet. Mm. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that too. Yeah, and also there, because in, in France you couldn't go go out to the, I don't know, the theater, to the cinema without a vaccination pass. Yeah. It was like mandatory. Yeah. Even for, I don't know, go to the, you couldn't go to the gym, to the cinema. It was a, it was a mandatory. And since you're, since you're also from South America, I'm curious because we are in the middle of, in Latvia, we are in the middle of pre-election season. Mm-hmm. When in October we elect our parliament and uh, it seems that I'll be running as well as a candidate. And I'm curious of the option to actually legalize weed. In, in my country, I think we are very far from that because my country is very, Conservative, conservative. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we are far from that. Well, but South America always seemed to me that they use a lot of drugs. Yeah, every, but, everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I hear that. Yeah, like there are countries like where the drugs are like uh, very. I don't know. Very. Yeah. <laughs> and but uh, yeah, my so country. So what's the so what's the most popular drug? A legal drug and illegal drug in Paraguay. Oh, because in because in Miami it uh, it would be probably beer for the illegal one, yeah. and for illegal would be cocaine. Yeah, I hear it was like uh, uh, they call them uh, Molly. Do you know the name? I, ecstasy, yeah. Yeah, ecstasy. Yeah, yeah. I hear it there, but, yeah, but just like from friends, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I never actually saw it. So yeah, in Paraguay is uh, alcohol. And the other one is uh, marijuana because marijuana is not legal there. Yeah, but the people still doing it. But uh, so in, what it won't you... it won't be legal in probably I don't know ten but, years. But if you say that it's uh, sort of a popular drug, wouldn't you say that people are ready to actually I don't know do a referendum, for instance, to legalize it? Oh, I don't think so. Yeah. What, what was the one South American country that legalized it? Is it Uruguay? Uruguay, right? Yeah, Uruguay yeah. is legalized. Yeah. Was more than five years ago, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, only. some a few years ago, sure. Yeah, I think it is the only one. Uruguay. Is it, is it a neighboring country? Well, yes. Is it? Is it? Yeah, it's, it's a it's very uh, liberal. You said. Mm-hmm. You uh, sorry. He said what? Is Paraguay next to Uruguay? Oh, no, 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 no. It's uh, it's Argentina. It's next to Argentina, and Uruguay is next to Argentina. So we are. So it's not like a Paraguayan could just hop over no, no. to Uruguay, smoke some weed, and then uh, no, come no, back. No, 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 because it's, uh, we have to go through Argentina, mm-hmm. and it's kind of far, so it's not very close. Have you been to Argentina? Yeah, Argentina, yes, because uh, I born in a city next to the next to Argentina. Mm-hmm. So it was only a bridge, and I crossed the bridge, and it was Argentina. Have you ever seen, for instance, in Argentina, any signs of? Uh, those German descendants who fl- fled the Euro- either Second World War or the trials after the Second World War. Yeah, yeah. So even in Paraguay, we have like towns, like German towns. Oh, really? Yeah, we have. Is uh, those names are in German. So we Damn. have. We have people. I have these people say that they come from from the war. Good people, bad people. 
So they're they're living there. Yeah, because because the the story goes that after second the Second World War, a lot lots of uh, war criminals yeah escaped to South America. Yeah, and, yeah, I hear that too. And so Brazil, Argentina were the most popular ones. Yeah, Paraguay too. And probably yeah, mm-hmm. all all the rest of the South American countries probably got mm-hmm. got some of the well. Yeah, rumor has it that uh, Mendele is uh, that correct? Mendele was there living in Paraguay. He was a doctor in Iran. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Mengele, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I don't know if that's true or not. Well, I guess, yeah, if I remember correctly, his story, he was living in Brazil initially, but then the Israelis found him, mm-hmm. but he escaped, and, uh, and I think you're right that he may might have been, a, yeah, might have uh, ex- exiled himself in, uh, to Paraguay, uh-huh. and then nobody could found, find him, but then he died in, in like 70s or something yeah. like that. So we have like uh, small town, German towns, because uh, our population is uh, only 7 million, uh-huh. so we're not, uh, so in the past, we may, we, we invited to the foreign to come to Paraguay to invest and uh-huh. to live there. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, they didn't pay taxes at that time, just for, like, like have, have more uh, people living there. What's the story of Paraguay in general? When was it founded? To whom was it uh, belonging before that? It was part of uh, Spain. Ah. And, yeah, and then it, we were part of the, of the uh, in Spanish is Virreinato, del Rio de la Plata, is like a kind of kingdom. Mm-hmm. From it was uh, part of Spain, yeah, and then uh, we were independent. In it was like uh, two hundred years ago, two hundred and ten. I don't know around two hundred years ago. So long, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. Latvia has been officially declared since nineteen eighteen, mm-hmm. but uh, in between these one hundred and four years, you have fifty years of uh, U- USSR. Mm-hmm. So that really doesn't count in general. Yeah. So two hundred years ago, and then uh, we were part of uh, Argentina and Uruguay. That's why our Spanish uh, is like very similar mm-hmm. because we have it's not the same Spanish in like in Spain. Yeah. So we have like another another Spanish. It's the same, but we change like a. We don't say in, instead of say tu because it's you too. Yeah. We say vos. And vos would be the formal. Formal. Yeah. But in Spain, like it ancient formal. Mm. And now they use tu and. It's, I think it's the same in uh, English as well. Oh. Because they the u was real up to a certain point just the formal mm-hmm. of thou. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they just, and they just yeah don't use the thou anymore. Mm-hmm. They just call you. Yeah. It calls voseo. Hmm. We say vos instead of tu. Because yeah. it's you, I know. Yeah, sounds, sounds very similar to the English yeah. uh, turn of events. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And we, we share also like uh, some, uh, probably like, like, uh, like uh, Lithuania and Latvia, you share like tra- some traditions, some, uh, some, I don't know, with plates, like uh, typical plates. And we like uh, probably, we like a barbecue. We eat a lot of barbecue, and we eat a lot of also beans and corn. So we share kind of. Well, what about guinea pigs? 
No, no, we don't eat that. That is in, uh, I think it's Ecuador uh-huh. or Colombia, Ecuador or Peru. Not mm-hmm. sure, but not in Paraguay. We don't eat guinea pig. <laughs> well, I mean, I pr- I'm sure they taste similar to chicken or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I never tried, so. Have you ever say, say, thought that uh, you won't go back to Paraguay? Oh, I don't just, know, because just staying yeah, for, the, for the moment, I'm going to stay here, so we will see in the future. Hmm. We will see. So you are open to the option of not going back? Well, we will see. We will see. I will see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what would you be doing if you couldn't go out of uh, Paraguay? Would you I was, also be I a used teacher? To work, yeah, I used to work in a bank. Oh. In Paraguay, so uh, worked for I worked there for almost four years, mm-hmm. and then I decided to go to France, to France here, to come to Europe. And France, especially because France has a history with Paraguay. No, no, because I was learning French, so I said, okay, why not? So, oh. And I I already visited Fran- uh, France uh, in 2012. So I say it's a good country. I speak French, so it will be a good opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I'm here in Europe um, because in my country is uh, to learn French is very expensive. So if you're, you have to pay a lot to learn French. So specifically French or any foreign language? Oh yeah, uh, any foreign language. But French is very expensive. You can learn English. It's like a easy and not too expensive. Well, you have the internet. Really yeah, but now, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But if you want to take a lessons, yes. French is very still very expensive. Mm-hmm. So you, you learn English. So technically you could teach Spanish in France mm-hmm. and French in Paraguay. Well, yeah, yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Also, I'm, uh, during the pandemic, I learned Italian because uh, it was the lockdown. So I started learning Italian. Do you have a certain methodology of learning new languages? I was le- I was taking uh, lessons, uh, some lessons, mm-hmm. online lessons. Yeah. So I was learning Italian there, and uh, Italian is uh, kind of similar to Spanish, so it's not very hard. Oh, okay. I mean, some words are the same. Or it's the Roman languages, right? Yeah, Roman languages, and I realized that you can understand a language with a, with like ter- like a roots or change some I don't know some some words on so at the end you can change it mm-hmm. so you can uh, have the work in Italian and French and in Spanish so you now are prepared to actually live in uh, the most warm countries of Europe except Greece maybe mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> right over Spain is also warm <laughs> yeah that's what I mean you, yeah. you could live easily in Spain mm-hmm. France or Italy yeah yeah that's that's and, correct yeah, yeah. so Greece is off off for you until you learn that strange language. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah, I speak some Greek too. Um, I was learning. Really? Yeah, but just few few words so, mm-hmm. because uh, I really is one of my favorite countries. Greece? Yeah, Why? I was there. People will. It was a lot of. I feel like home there. I don't know why. You mean I felt the, like home, sorry. You mean they were similar to Paraguay? Oh, I don't know, but I, I felt uh, very, very, very welcome there. Wow. People were, were very nice with me. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was happy and I learned some words. Mm-hmm. And it was, I can read Greek, I don't know how. <laughs> I can, uh-huh. yeah, so it's, it's not very hard for me. Mm-hmm. 
All right, then yeah. you are set to go <laughs> in all of the yeah. southern European countries then. Yeah, well, there were, yeah. You could probably learn Engl- uh, Greek as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if, uh, yeah. I would like to learn Greek, yeah. I've tried, but it's uh, kind of difficult because it's not a Roman language. Mm-hmm. But I know I know some words, so. Yeah. Like uh, basic words. Mm-hmm. And so now you have traveled, essentially you have traveled a big chunk of Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you are in the Baltics, except uh, Estonia. Estonia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then what? Scandinavia. Oh yes, uh, I uh, I was there in I was there. When was it? Four year, four days ago. I was in uh, in uh, Sweden. Oh, Stockholm. Yeah, it oh. was my first my first uh, stop in my in this during this trip. Mm-hmm. How was nice. it? Yeah, very nice. Yeah, it was a uh, kind of expensive. <laughs> yeah, it was expensive and yeah, it was very good. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a sunny day. Uh, when uh, I'm saying that I'm bringing the, bringing the sun with me because it was raining, yeah. and then I when I just arrived it was sunny, mm-hmm. and the same here. And it was the same also in um, in Vilnius. Mm-hmm. It was raining, and then the sun. When I was there, <laughs> what's what's the climate like now in Paraguay? Oh, right now it's a it's a winter. Right now it's a. Let's check. 16 degrees. And here? Yeah, 16 degrees. It's a little bit warmer. No, it actually says here it's 15. Yeah. And so here why, it's summer. <laughs> so why are you saying it's winter? Because in no, summer... No, because, yeah, because it is uh, the south hemisphere. But uh, then would it, would, how would be... For instance, in the summer, how would be in the, the summer is of forty-two, forty-one. Oh damn! Yeah, we have like a thirty-six, thirty-four, thirty-six, thirty-six, and uh, in like in January when it's a uh, summer, we have forty, forty-one degrees. So it's we have to have uh, air conditioning because otherwise it's very hard mm-hmm. because it's very hot. And the winter is like. 10, 10 degrees, 12, it's not very cold. Yeah, Sometimes a five, but just during the, the... So you've never seen snow there? No, there is snow, never. In Paraguay, it doesn't snow. Mm-hmm. So the first time I saw uh, snow was in the U.S., in New York. Ah. That was the first time. Mm-hmm. Because in Paraguay... I hear in Argentina, they have... Uh, in Buenos Aires... No, in, at the south of Argentina, there's no, like, uh. In mountains? Yeah, mountains, and there's, like, uh, cities down mm-hmm. there near, uh, the Antarctica, Antarctica. Mm-hmm. So they have snow there. But no, in my country. Because, because my country is in the, in the middle of South America. Would you recommend the Latvian going to Paraguay? Oh, it's not a very touristic place to go. Okay. I recommend to go, uh, I don't know, first, uh, Peru and uh, Brazil, Argentina, and then Paraguay. Because, unfortunately, it's not very touristic. But what would be the, let's say, the most attractive aspects of going to Paraguay? Oh, probably the people, because people are very nice. Um, Like uh, the Colombian, people from Colombia and Paraguay, they are very nice. People from Colombia are very nice? Yeah, Colombia and Paraguay. 
You know, I've had a lot, I think a couple of Colombians on my podcast and, uh, yeah, well, of course they were nice. They were just traveling, but I think if I remember correctly, they said that Colombia has lots of, lots of crime. Yeah, that's correct. I think I hear that, but there are people that were not very nice. Mm-hmm. All my friends who visit Colombia, they say, Oh my God, people are very nice there. And also I have been there in Bogota. So I can tell it's true, mm-hmm. but yes. There, they have problems with drugs. I hear it. Yeah, I hear that too. And Paraguay doesn't have a lot of crime. Oh yes, but it's uh, like a, it's not too bad. I mean, it's not a perfect place, but it's not too bad. Yeah. So yeah, people are very nice there. You can you can uh, fight, you can talk in English there with uh, young people, mm-hmm. but no with uh, older people because it's not very common. They didn't have English at school. It's probably the same in France. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but in Sweden, I think everybody is able yeah. to speak English. Yeah, it's not like other countries that you speak English like in, with every person. Mm-hmm. So you, you just talk to the younger younger people to, to speak English. Because and, we had at school. And what would you say are the things that need fixing in Paraguay? Oh... Uh, Probably uh, because of, um, what can I say, we can say? Well, you can say whatever you like. We can start with the streets because they're not in good shape. All right. That's so the government well, welcome doesn't to, Welcome to Latvia. Yeah. We have the same. Yeah. The government doesn't invest so much in our uh, also uh, public tra- transportation. We just have our buses. We don't have trams. We don't have metro. We don't have trains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just have buses. Is there a reason for that? I don't know why. Because usually all, almost all industrialized countries have those, right? Probably probably because of corruption. Because but we don't... If you have been so long a country, well, what's, what's your official uh, founding date as a country? Is uh, the date? Yeah. Is uh, no, when? Uh, when do you celebrate? I don't know Independence oh, uh, Day or uh, Founding Day. Fourteen and fifteen uh, of May. We have two days. All right. Because it was uh, during the the Independence was during the night and midnight and then still the. Ah. So we have two days. But what's the year? Oh, I don't have in mind the year. Let's say the year. And is it called Independence Day? Yeah. Independence Paraguay. Yeah, we have two days. So it was um, 18-11. So it's a long time. Yeah, a long time. 18-11. Yeah. A lot of time to be building trains, or trainways, or train tracks. Yeah, Yeah, but... I think it's but probably, nobody even tried to build train tracks. We had uh, tram uh, tramways in the past, but I don't know what happened. It was in bad shape, and all the, yeah. the rails were in bad shape, and they stopped it. Really, stopped, yeah, working. Yeah, I've never we used to have tra- trains too, but the same problem. Oh, so you did have all these we, things, we had it but for, it's uh, just during a period, a short period of I think. Ah. But right now we just here is a. Um, I feel like, oh my God, I'm in, in a train. I feel like in a movie because we don't have trains in my country. Damn. Not even a tram, tramway or metro. 
you know, some accused me of sounding, uh, um, I don't know, it's not racist, but uh, some type of ist. When I said, I think all the all the places where Spanish people use the Spanish conquistadores mm-hmm. were going, I think they just robbed those places blind. <laughs> and then and then they left the country in in worse shape than before. <laughs> Because when when you look at, for instance, America, right, you can definitely see the influence of Europeans, mm-hmm. but it was almost like an investment, mm-hmm. right? They actually made something of that country, right? Mm-hmm. The same with um, all the, I think, all the Germanic countries, even though they were conquered either by Germany or, or I don't know, Austro-Hungary or whatever, mm-hmm. you still see a lots of, lots of influences, right? Either mm-hmm. in culture or the buildings, infrastructure, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? But it seemed to me the Spanish just, just went, <laughs> took, killed, raped, and then, you know, mm-hmm. got drunk probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, probably you're right, yeah. Probably. Because, yeah, because of some of those countries are... For example, Uruguay and Chile, those are good countries to live because they're safe and they're... Uruguay and Chile? Uruguay and Chile, yes. I've heard of Chile being just a really big wine country. No, Chile is one, I think it's a third one or a second one. Yeah. But the number one is Uruguay. I think probably because it's a small country, so it's... No, no, for wine? No, no, for uh, to live. Ah, to live. Yeah, Yeah. So, so yeah. Okay, here you go. Uruguay with uh, legal weed mm-hmm. is yeah. number one. Number one, Chile and Uruguay, number one. Mm-hmm. Brazil is a good place too, but it's very big. So you cannot like say it's a good place because it's huge. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it spans a big territory. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, right. probably you could live nice places in lots of lots of areas. Yeah, different. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Uruguay and Uruguay and Chile are the best. And after that, I could say I don't know. Yeah, Brazil. Yeah, Brazil is number three, I think. Or Argentina. Argentina, but there's I think they're they're having problems with the inflation. So with the, the still, pay. yeah, still. But what does that mean that they don't pay with money but with barter? Oh, I hear that the. The dollar is like a very high for them, so the peso is like going very down. Or oh, maybe they just use uh, in everyday transactions some foreign currency. Yeah, probably that's yeah. So we because because it used to be in the case in Latvia when the USSR broke down, but the Soviet Union collapsed. That for a time it was really common practice in Latvia to use US dollars. Okay, so probably it's the same too there because it's it's sort of a, the reserve currency of the world, so. Mm-hmm. In all those destabilized economies, mm, you can yeah. just rely on using the U.S. dollar, I guess. Mm, yeah, probably that's correct. Some of the, I think in Panama, in uh, in Colombia, they use a dollar as a currency too. Well, Panama is a, in, in Colombia, they use a uh, dollar. But uh, do you have any uh, thoughts about, uh, for instance, U.S. influence on South yeah. America or yeah, Paraguay we have a lot. specifically? Like a cultural influence, yes, we have a lot. But also politically, I mean. Yeah, yeah also that. Yeah, like a cultural, we say, I can say like the movies, like uh, the music, all the artists from, are from U.S. Mm-hmm. All the movies that we watch are from the U.S. And also, yeah, also in politics, yeah, probably yes too. Because we have 
We receive uh, help from the U.S. Help? Yeah. In what way? Like uh, in, like uh, for hospitals and also for, uh, I don't know, for funds for, I don't know, for for uh, for people who work in a, in a farm. So and they, what does Paraguay have to give in return? Uh, it's just, uh, we just... <laughs> I mean, this is Americans. They don't. They don't. Do, <laughs> they don't do charity. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but they need their. They need their pound of flesh. <laughs> yeah, but it's all. It's all over the place. I mean, China does that in Africa. Mm. Well, America does that in South North America. Does that in South America yeah. and in Europe and in Africa a little mm. bit. Yeah, yeah, we receive help from the US. Also, yeah, from. Uh, Oh, Taiwan. Well, because we, because we recognize, Paraguay recognized Taiwan as a independent country. Mm -hmm. So that's why. Isn't Paraguay afraid of um, China? Probably not because it's, I don't know how many countries in the world recognize uh, Taiwan as an independent country, but Paraguay is one of them. Because I've heard of, um, I think at least Caribbean countries, for instance, Jamaica. Being almost overrun by Chinese capital, mm, yeah. it means that uh, China is actually willing to invest in uh, a lot of places, mm -hmm. but they probably also want their influence guaranteed. Mm. Right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, but if but if you say Paraguay announced that they recognize Taiwan, it means mm. China is not uh, your friend. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's correct. But it's one of the countries that recognize. So probably, yeah. Mm -hmm. They're not allies. I have to, yeah. And what's your view on Paraguay's, I don't know, politics, government? What do you think of it? What What's the future of it? Oh, we will see because now we're having election next year, elections mm -hmm. next year. So we will see because we have a we have the Colorado Party. Okay. He is like a is the party that was uh, in power in the power during the last I don't know. Since uh, 30 years. But are you confident that they are doing the job competently? Uh, probably not, because as I told you, was the the streets are in bad shape. We don't have public transportation. So. But what's their excuse? What do they say? Why is that? They don't say anything. They just really yeah. And what about? I have a question for you. What about Lithuania, Estonia, and Latvia? Do you feel like they're like uh, brothers? Do you feel like a brothership between those countries? I'm sure there are people who have even friends and family, for, for instance, from Latvia, who have some relatives in Lithuania. We used to have at least some one far apart relative, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly. <clears throat> but uh, in general, not really. I mean, all those countries have their own separate separate lives mm -hmm. and only when it comes to some type of uh, collective uh, joint effort when for instance you speak about a big infrastructure projects or big uh, defense projects then the baltic states are sort of represented together mm -hmm. yeah. but other than that at least for me not for for those people who I'm meeting on a regular basis I haven't noticed that they have some type of interac regular interactions with Estonians or Lithuanians. 
Lithuania does share a common history in, in regards to several things, uh, more so than Estonia. But generally speaking, yeah, they are pretty autonomous countries. And it's mm. just that if you would see Estonia more as the developed, most developed Baltic country, then you would probably see Latvia currently, unfortunately, probably as the least developed. It used to be the case that Latvia was more, almost a forerunner, but uh, now, I mean, 20 years have passed and it doesn't seem that we have uh, gained so big traction and mm-hmm. lots of things. Because, for instance, the biggest or one of the biggest companies in the Latvian industrial building, uh, food manufacturing and stuff, come from Lithuania. Mm-hmm. Lithuania. So it's so so strange to see that your own type of brands actually owned uh, from your neighbors mm-hmm. so it doesn't it doesn't look good in my opinion mm-hmm. that it doesn't look good for, for Latvia as a as a sovereign country so I'm actually of the opinion that we should be trying to establish some closer relations with the USA and ask them to uh, ask them for permission to join the USA as the 51st state mm. <laughs> I would like that mm-hmm. Then I could go to Miami as well. <laughs> yeah. Easily. Like I was there in that. So what about uh, the Ukrainian refugees? Um, Because the I, last saw, I saw a lot of flags here in, in also in, in Lithuania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, local people don't, wouldn't be able to actually explain it to you. We are, we are confused about it as well. Because nobody is really saying that uh, the war should go on. But it's really, for a lot of people, it's strange to see so many Ukrainian flags so as, yeah. as, well, as if we would be occupied by, by them. And uh, no, I don't know anybody who could actually explain it to you why that is. And the theory, the whole idea is more probably related to just some type of agencies working together, mm-hmm. creating a sort of a, not a propaganda machine, but sort of a psychological operation to just get you acquainted with that type of information and only only this is the one side that you need to hear uh, listen and see probably that because once the start once the once the war started i think it was pretty clear that we are going back in, into another cold war mm-hmm. which means everything that comes from the east is forbidden no no communication no t- no media No products, uh, a lot, lots. I mean, I personally, I don't see the benefit of for not allowing some Russian biscuits to be sold in mm. in Latvian stores. But that's the way they do these things. <clears throat> And again, lots of people are really, really triggered by it because uh, now in October there will be the the elections. And yeah, I hope. I hope that changes something. If not, hey man, I'm looking for Miami. <laughs> And if not, if not possible for Miami, because I could go for 90 days to Miami, yeah, right? Like, as like as did, just yeah. a tourist, but I would like to have the option to just go there, live however long I want, mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. it, be almost like a an American, except maybe for the voting. Mm-hmm. But if that doesn't pan out, then uh, Sweden, probably. Oh yeah, Sweden. Well, Sweden. I would like Sweden to have a better weather, right? But other than that, I think Sweden has a lot, lots of um, uh, Latvians, 
Mm-hmm. Well, at least a few thousand in, in some places. And uh, I think they're, they have the whole society pretty good set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a good place to live there, yeah. It's just probably pretty pretty open-minded, pretty helpful, pretty yeah. stable. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I liked the fact that during all these two or three years with the COVID, they didn't do the lockdowns. They didn't do all those uh, draconic measures. Mm, yeah. They're the only ones in Europe. Well, well, probably some had similar things, but they were the only ones that just didn't do any of those stupid things. Mm. They just recommended using masks, yeah, yeah. recommended using uh, the shots. That's it. They just recommended it. No, oh, what about, uh, I don't know, in sports, how do you film for like a Lithuanian, do you have a lot of like a, a rivalry in, with Lithuania and Estonia? You know, I've heard of, and I think I even read in some type of, um, um, not biographies, but old, old sort of manuscripts. <clears throat> that during the initial years of Latvia, a hundred years ago, that there were such rivalries mm-hmm. out of, I don't know, probably some historical context. But nowadays, not at all. Mm. We we do have some type of, I think, um, either championships for the Baltic states. I think, I think maybe if you go and uh, look at, let's say, basketball, there might be even a league, a Baltic basketball league. I'm not really sure, but I think I've heard of such things. Yeah, so that would be just a regular, you know, competition, but uh, not in those, yeah, my my next door neighbor is uh, my rival type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not at all. Okay, that's that's great. And what about the language? Is that similar that that probably you, you can understand Lithuanian if you go there or not? No, I could I could maybe understand a few words because. Um, Up up until a certain point, Latvia had also similar endings to the words, but I don't know why they just made a reform. While Lithuania kept it, uh, Latvian didn't. And so we have the basic uh, change in in the way we end the words, uh, the the ending of a word. But yeah, I could... So if my language has the ending in one way, I could recognize the same word probably in Lithuanian. It just has this the, uh, ending a little bit different. Yeah, like in but, Italian and Spanish. But uh, many of those words in, in Lithuania are not even closely related. So it's just a few words in Latvian that sound similar to those in Lithuanian, and so I can distinguish those. But no, if uh, if a Lithuanian came in, started talking like you and me in English, mm-hmm. but in Lithuanian, I wouldn't be able to understand him at all. Yeah. What about your Russian? They're Russian. Well, those people who are speaking or are able to speak Russian, of course, they understand it. But me, for instance, I've never learned Russian. Okay, so you don't speak Russian. It's I not could, mandatory. Could, it's not mandatory for a. It's not, no, it's not mandatory. But I could understand some dialogue. I could understand a little bit, uh-huh. right? Because half of Latvia is Russian speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how the official statistics are, but yeah, it's. At least half of the of Latvian population is Russian speaking, yeah. but this doesn't mean that they are Russian, right? It's just that you had at least fifteen nationalities during the Soviet Union, mm-hmm. and all of them spoke Russian. So yeah. e- either either there were Ukrainian, Belarusian, Russian, 
Kyrgyz or whatever, mm-hmm. they are staying here and basically they're speaking Russian, so they are Russian-speaking citizens. Yeah. Because I hear that when you have the Ukrainian refugees, it's uh, just speaking Russian with them, so you have that for, you use that language for communication. I'm sure there are many people who are actually helping with the refugees and also then speaking with them in Russian, but uh, at least not me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what about Estonia and uh, Latvia? Is uh, is there in uh, is it similar? I mean, the language and the no, relationship no, the, with the country. No, no, it's a, it's a totally different uh, language group. We are together with Lithuania. We would be the ah oh, man. I'm not sure anymore how that sounds in English, but either either way, we were in the in the language group together with Prussia, okay, Lithuania, and Latvia. And Estonian was in the language group together with Finnish. Oh yeah, yeah, I hear that too. So yeah, they are they are different, uh, but uh, I would say yeah, I've met Estonians. I've met, I've been to Estonia a couple of times. I would literally say they are just smarter people, mm. and that's a weird thing because I don't think they are on average smarter than me personally or somebody I would know. But as a collective society, they do seem smarter. They, mm. I mean, they would probably do more things more efficiently and just don't be so corrupt or don't be so silly it just just seems that way what what i've seen yeah and finnish people are similar okay they just you sometimes wonder how somebody can actually have such a cool logical thought right they don't have those emotions when it comes to some type of public policy mm-hmm. many times yeah And actually, actually, that's another thing why I think the Spanish, uh, Spanish uh, conquistadors and Spanish rule didn't establish good governments because Spanish people are temperamental and emotional. Oh yeah. Whereas you need just cool, calm, yeah, and like, calculating for yeah. for building bridges, roads. Yeah. You just need an engineer. Yeah. You don't need a, a poet. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. That's correct too. Yeah. Yeah. And what about uh, what the weather here? Because now we're in summer and it's, uh, it's uh, 14 degrees right now, mm-hmm. yeah, 14 degrees. How is uh, the winter if summer is 14 degrees? Or it is just, uh, well, winter, is that rare or is it like this? No, no, but winter would be just with a minus uh, in front of it. Oh, that's cool. No, no, that's, cool. that's, yeah, that's, a, that's a normal uh, range, I would say. Yeah. Because we had, I've had uh, experiences of having uh, July with plus thirty degrees, right? okay. okay, and January with minus thirty degrees. So, okay, so yeah. that's, so but yeah. but on average, I think now it's it's pretty average. Yeah. Oh, it's average. Oh, I thought it was like a cold day. A cold. Yeah, it's okay. it's definitely I mean, it's on like the colder is, side yeah. for July month. Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit on the on the colder side, but if you will get two or three days with the sun, it will be also back to average probably 25 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely on the colder side, yeah. I, I, I don't expect July to be this as it is now. Yeah. And what about August? Well, the same. The July, same. July, August, I would expect that it's mostly at least 22 or 23 degrees, at least, mm-hmm. and mostly sunny. But yeah, you never know with those with those climate things. And what about the uh, the government? 
in here. Stupid bastards, if you ask me. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't pay attention to politics for I don't know how many years, right? I thought you can put a chimpanzee in mm-hmm. and nobody can hurt too much, <laughs> right? But do, during these two years, yeah, it's just so down the drain. So many things were basically irreparably, irreparably destroyed. <clears throat> and so, yeah, I think they're just bastards. Most of them, even though some of them might be um, useful idiots, maybe they they don't intend to do harm, mm-hmm. but still, I mean, those, so many stupid things have been done, and then they just try to say that they are not stupid in so many ways that are so silly, right? Then you can see through those arguments, you can actually debate those arguments and see that they are not valid arguments, mm-hmm. but still, they just, they just... They just keep on going, right? And you see that, and it's not, it's not something I, I aspire to be. I don't, I don't recommend anybody being that type of person because if you, if you are a man of your word and if you have some type of honor, if you have some type of brain, you would do the many of those things totally differently. Okay. Um, what about, was a uh, another question. So I forgot. Uh, the question was, uh, what about the infrastructures? In and they have a lot of uh, modern, uh, I don't know, bridges or mm, modern bridges. Or I don't know, not like necessarily. A... Latvia has um, one of the worst. Uh, road infrastructure qualities, but the last bridge built in Latvia was also one of the, I think they, they calculated that it was one of the most expensive bridges in the world oh. calculated by a, a kilometer. Okay. I think that, that was the, the story that they built a bridge over the Daugava River that was, um, I think it was finished Maybe 15 years ago, maybe okay. 15 years ago, around that time, or maybe even 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But still, the, it was, it, it's fairly new compared to the rest of the bridges in, mm-hmm. in Riga. And yeah, it was more than a billion at that time, which, which was a ludicrous amount. But uh, again, probably lots of, lot, lot of the money was just going through some type of offshores or, you know, corrupting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember the question. Um, it was, uh, you have like a lot of, uh, uh, uh how do you say Russian story when you were part of, uh, you, you are, uh, Soviet Union. Soviet Union. Yeah. So you have like a Soviet, uh, uh, piece of arts that I hear that you're gonna be like destroying one of them or you already destroy a lot of them. Oh, it's probably so you're like, uh, you're not, Having you're not like uh, I don't know, you're not rescuing rescuing that part of the history of uh, your country, or just hiding, or what are you doing with that? Mm, I guess you are speaking about the monument. Uh, yeah, monument yeah. It is a monument that was built in the eighties for the remembrance of the fallen soldiers in World War Two. Okay. And um, well, it wasn't really impo- it wasn't really in the public sphere that much. It, it was just a monument, and nobody really cared about it up until I think 2012. Well, let's say 20 years ago, 
when the Riga mayor at that time he was the he was from the party that represented also Russian speaking people okay and he started doing those public relations events mm -hmm. at that monument right where where he put the flowers he made some concerts so basically he in during a few years he sort of made the monument more important than it was before that i mean it was 30 years and nobody really cared about it that much but he actually created some type of public public attention to it and now well, once the once the ukraine war started Uh, it was just all the nationals, nationalists uh, demanded to sort of get back at Russia every, every way possible. And the closest way to do that is uh, to destroy all the Soviet Union heritage oh, sites. That's what I meant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, But I, hear, I, I think that's part of the history. You don't, you don't have to you know, I, even if it... Yeah, yeah, you know, I think it is silly because even though Russia is sort of the inherited nation from the Soviet Union. Still, the Soviet Union was comprised of, I don't know, 16 countries, right? It's it's not really the same, but sort of, I, I guess, speaking Russian means that it is the same for a lot of people. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people are just simplistic-minded, uh, simplistically-minded, yeah. which, which means, yeah, if something was built for the Russians, by the Russians, with Russians, it means it should be now sort of eliminated, yeah. right? Because Russia is invading Ukraine. I don't see the connection there because if you if you would like to destroy everything that the Soviet Union built in Latvia, it would mean we wouldn't be living in any houses, basically, because I think 70 or 80% of the housing market in Latvia was built during the Soviet Union. Mm -hmm. Right, because before the Soviet Union in, uh, occupied Latvia, uh, most Latvians lived in uh, rural areas, in those small house, farmhouses, basically. Oh, yeah. right? And uh, f apartment buildings just uh, and mass uh, living was only established during the Soviet Union times. So it's a little bit silly to say, yeah, we need to destroy the monument yeah. because it was yeah. built by Russians, but then you are just living in the Soviet-built housing apartment, apartment house, Right, yeah. so and using the streets that were built in the Soviet times, it's mm. just yeah, I don't understand it, but you don't need to understand it, right? It's just emotional, illogical, irrational behavior by humans mm. thinking that they will somehow angry or get back at Putin. Putin doesn't care about those things. Mm. I don't think, I don't think Russians even speak about those things. Mm. But you know, if uh, if it makes some people feel happier. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, I agree. But see, in the West, for instance, they did the same for the Black Lives Matter movement, right? They yeah. removed some statues from the former politicians, for from former whatever, what have you, because they had the past with slavery or whatever. So it's the same mentality. But I think it's silly. I think it's it, it really shows a, a negative side of human of collective psychology. It means probably that. It's not far, and we will be having a cultural, a Chinese cultural revolution on our hands, with millions of people repressed. Is it was the same in uh, some countries in South America with a statue of Christopher Columbus? Mm -hmm. They were removing statues from from the 
the the streets from the squares. They were removing it. Yeah, I think, I, I, I think, yeah, humans, even though we are able to speak on a phone and browse the internet, most most of the people are really just monkeys. Mm-hmm. Just just curious about status, curious about symbols. They don't, they don't, they're not interested in the meaning of anything. It's just somebody is stronger, bigger, somebody has more influence. Oh, so yeah, that's what they're attracted to. That's what needs to be done. To make themselves a little bit happy, a little bit emotionally upset or whatever. So it's yeah. I think social media has created almost. It's almost like uh, social media is too good for the next generations because the next generations don't really know what it was like before social media. They don't understand the psychology of having to interact face to face or yeah. have having sort of a responsibility of, of for your actions or and your words mm-hmm. i think that's yeah that's the crazy part even though social media and internet and all these it technologies have allowed people to communicate better yeah. and uh, to have more freedom in different areas it by itself it just creates some lazy idiots mm-hmm. yeah. because uh, for example Broadcasting like this, it, where it wasn't possible like 10 years ago, you have to go to a radio station and it was like a very, very expensive. You have to, to pay for the space. And, st- and still now and I now, don't understand why even the broad mainstream media is even relevant. I don't understand why people pay attention to, for instance, some type of a news agency mm-hmm. where they clearly have shown that they are basically paid to do to do something it's not like they are they're telling you objective news it's just they are paid to do certain things right to, to show certain things to talk about mm-hmm. certain things which is ridiculous it's a, it's the there was a saying that the, it, it is the most informed society with the least knowledge mm-hmm. or something like that yeah. that's why i live i i really like this this area it's like can, can i say because you can you can broadcast your message to your people mm-hmm. and you don't need to go to the radio station to pay a lot and you don't have to have like, I don't know, spit like a yeah, you million need, dollars. You, uh, you don't need any licenses. You yeah. don't need any fancy equipment. Yeah. But, uh, That's why I like this, 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 it just, this, I mean, this entry, can and, I say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and some would say that with, with a, Good enough telephone. You don't even need the basic microphones or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. a microphone, and that's it. Yeah, you can share your message. Yeah, mm-hmm. with all the people who is outside and try to find some somebody to yeah yeah to share ideas. It's very important. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what is the, what are the questions you usually ask of local people? Okay, well, st- I start with a. Uh, I uh, I always uh, want to try the local food, mm-hmm. so I ask, "What is the the local food here?" Or can you teach me some uh, phrases, some words in your language? Mm-hmm. So in here, I learn. Uh, what was it? I learn. Uh, Sveiki. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Palies. I use that all the nice. time in values. And also, Vidyashim. Vidyashim? Men? Yeah. Because uh-huh. I was at the store and looking for, for the part of men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a store department. Yeah. Yeah. 
and also another word uh es narai narahu latvisky i don't speak it's not in latvisky yeah ah yeah i don't speak latin yeah, because i'm yeah because some um, people has started talking to me in and have you ever tried to use uh, Google Translate? Yeah, I use with, with, with the speaking function. Oh no, I just try to speak <laughs> by myself. I mean, I hear it, and because I want to speak, so I I'm part of the country in some way. Amazing. Yeah, uh, but you know about the function, you just uh, don't want. Yeah, to use I, it? I mean, I use uh, I use it, but I just try to do it by myself so I can live the experience. Really, even if I don't pronounce it. Pronunciate very very good. Yeah, for example, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Whenever you're trying something new, you say it is delicious, right? Yeah. So I can I can say that is garshigi. Yeah, but you but you can uh, actually imitate the sounds. Yeah, that's what I, I use. That yeah, I imitate the sound and then I try to because it's part of the experience of traveling for me. I mean, but don't you have you ever had? Can you yeah. turn on the yeah. Google Translator? Yeah. Have you tried the conversation? Oh uh, no, because uh, yeah, we can we can try. Let's 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 say Spanish to Latvian. Okay. Yeah. No, for instance. Yeah, we can try now. Let's see. Tas ir garšīgi. Es delicioso. Yeah. And then you can say, for instance, uh, I agree it is garšīgi. Mm-hmm. Or, I agree it is delicious. Estoy de acuerdo, es delicioso. I agree, tas ir garšīgi. Yeah, that is... And I, can, I can, can we try like a translation? We can can we try like a real conversation like we're having now? Yeah. Is that works? Conversation? Actually, yeah, you can you need to just turn on the I think this one. Oh what? Papyroflexia uh, Because it's fucking English. <laughs> no no. But not available for this language pair. Oh. Uh, but the, but then you can actually try to do it through English. So, for instance, now, now we can try to have a dialogue. Yeah, in Spanish, tener un it doesn't work with. Uh, me gustaría mucho. I would like very much. Yes, I agree very much. Sí, estoy muy de acuerdo. Hmm. Estoy muy conforme con el avance de la tecnología en los últimos años. I am very satisfied with the advancement of technology in recent years. <laughs> I agree. It has made life much, much easier. Estoy de acuerdo en que ha hecho la vida mucho, mucho más fácil. But I think it works with... Uh, with... Uh, well, it did say that it wasn't working for that particular language pair. Maybe you need to download it. If you press this in the middle. Okay, I think it's... Can you speak Latin? Yeah. 
Jā, es varu runāt latviski. Sí, puedo hablar letón. No, es, you, you, if you would like, just, yeah, if you press like that. Me gustaría mucho aprender ese idioma, pero es un poco complicado. Es ļoti vēlētos iemācīties šo valodu, bet tā ir nedaudz sarežģītā. Tā noteikti ir ļoti sarežģīta, bet nav jau arī baiga vajadzīga. Debe ser muy difícil, pero es necesario mañana. Tomorrow? Hmm? Because last word said tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. No. Uh, In the but, future. No, no, the phrase was, <coughs> it's certainly diff- a difficult language, but also not very necessary. Okay. I don't know why then yeah. it says future. Yeah, of there. <coughs> so yeah, There's you can, you can actually you get can a communicate l- with that. Is yes, it's yes. amazing. Yeah. And I like the fact that the Google Translate is also uh, the scanner on the fo- phone camera. Yeah, I use that all the time. And you can just translate signs. I use that at the supermarket today. Exactly. It's very useful, yeah. Exactly. Very full of uh, I love technology is one of my favorite yeah, topic. So that's that's one of the reasons why I actually don't mind of Google and Facebook and all the rest spying on me. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like the price to pay. <laughs> right? And that's it. So yeah, I'm very happy with it because it's helping me, as I said, uh, to enjoy to the experience in of being in a new country. Mm-hmm where you don't speak the language so you can communicate with others without using, I don't know, I don't know a common language. So you, you, you're you learning too. I'm learning how to say Palkias. I, I now I, I remember Palkias all the time. Palkias. I'm trying I'm try to remember, because <clears throat> I know in France, in French it would be uh, merci for thanks, but in Spanish it would be, let me let me try to remember, Gracias, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, gracias. Gracias, correct. Yeah, yeah. But those are just so, so, so typical, right? I mean, those, those, hola, yeah. gracias. I think in Greece it would be helas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, gracias. Yeah. So, yeah. Efaristo, thanks. Gracias. Mm-hmm. Gracias. So, it's a, you have to learn that word. It's very important. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So yeah, now I know. Palkias I will remember forever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I use it all the time here during the, these days. Have you been to Russia? No, not yet. Because I guess you can go, right? Yeah, I can Just go with visit. my passport. Yeah, I don't need a visa to go there. Yeah. But right now it's not the right time. But So what do you think about the uh, Ukraine situation? It's it's interesting. Do even uh, South Americans re- even because if a similar conflict would be happening in South America, I don't think any Latvian would be considering it mm-hmm. at all. I don't know because I was living <coughs> here in in France, so I don't know. But probably yeah, we because we we watch the watch the news and social media is very important right now because you can. You can see, you can see videos, what is going on there, but there's there's also fake news, so you have to be careful with all the information. Mm -hmm. 
because you can like you can share for example if you're in a country that the government doesn't want you to the the news to say what's going on so you can use social media mm-hmm. and uh and see what's going on there with local people posting do, do you have any opinions of what's happening there oh <laughs> about the yeah, whole yeah, situation yeah i think is uh is a uh, my opinion is not because i i don't not very into the this topic mm-hmm. so i have to have more information but I just know this there's a war for territory and that's it so mm-hmm. I have to like do more research to have I, an opinion because I think uh, in France I think the government is pretty favorable to Russia Oh yeah I I'm not following <coughs> the, the news about Ukraine. I think I think, I think uh, French and German governments have been corrupted by German for uh, Russian money of uh, British as well British as well I need to get more involved in that topic because right now I'm, I don't know for long. Hmm. I just know the basics. Yeah. Well, there's a war for territory and people are not having a good, a great time right now. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. That's the only thing I know. Mm-hmm. So I have to get more involved in that. I'm going to do research after that. So any final thoughts? Uh, I think... Uh, Latvia is a beautiful country. Uh, Riga is a beautiful city. Old Town is amazing. I was very surprised. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Also, I'm going to send the picture to my friends in South America and in, in France too to visit here because it's, it's beautiful. And I have a great time here. So I'm having one more day so I can enjoy mm-hmm. my last day tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And if you... Anytime around here, you just let me know. Again. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, for for the you're welcome in Latvian, it would be lud. Lud. Yeah, if you say, for instance, I'll, I'll give you something or whatever, you say paldies. Yeah. Then I would say lud. Lud. Like you're welcome. You're okay. Lud. Yeah. So, lud. Mm. Right. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man.